0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So they actually did it. They went and they indicted Donald Trump. And there are sources that will tell you that there are 34 charges against the man. 34 charges against the man. Where in the world is that number coming from? That's not the story. Our story is not to pontificate on what the charges are until we get to see them, until we get to read this indictment. Our conversation is they really indicted the former president of the United States? They really did this? Did they understand the political fallout? Do they even care? And if they don't care, what is it that they're thinking? What moves them? Because to the rest of America, even if you don't like Trump, even if you're not political, this looks like a witch hunt. Hush money, quote unquote, feel the air quotes. Hush money leads its way to felony charges? In a conversation that we already know from legal experts doesn't relate itself to felony charges, at least as we know what's been publicized regarding the possible charges, the indictment against the former president. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number and you find everything, tonykatz.locals.com, tonykatz.locals.com, I was actually not even supposed to be here today, to quote Dante. Um, I was scheduled off, but then the indictment came down and I said, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Changed all the plans, looked at my mother who had just had surgery and she's doing well and that's that's what really matters. And I'm like, hey, they indicted Trump and she said, go to work, uh, I'm not going anywhere. And so I was like, great, perfect, that's what I wanna hear. That's why I came down and now I'm here with you. That's right, family is down for the cause. It's pretty dang cool. And earlier today on my Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, that whole channel that I have uh, presented by americansforprosperity.org, I spoke with Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District about this and really got into this idea of, of witch hunt, got into this idea of what Democrats are thinking. And if Democrats are going to do this regarding Donald Trump, when are Republicans going to start making moves on, I don't know, Hunter Biden? And should... Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, get out of the race like so many Trump supporters are discussing. It's it's kind of incredible. I mean, it happens all at once, like almost on cue, which is another story for another day. Meanwhile, let me get to it, my conversation with Congressman Jim Banks on what can be described as this witch hunt against Donald Trump and the indictment that we now know has happened against the former president. And according to sources, there are up to as many as 34 charges coming from the District Attorney Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, against former President Trump. 34 charges? Look, that's a lot of jaywalking you're going to charge someone with a felony for. What exactly is the crime here? But never mind that part of it, because we can argue on whether or not that's a crime that reaches to the level that there should be a felony charge, all in an attempt to keep President Trump, former President Trump, from becoming the next President Trump. This seems like a witch hunt to a fair amount of Americans, certainly those Trump supporters, but is that the way it's gonna be seen on Capitol Hill as well? Let me bring in Congressman Jim Banks here from the Indiana 3rd District. He's a candidate for Senate. In the state of Indiana, he uh, certainly has not been afraid to discuss his support uh, for for President Trump. But we can discuss that. But really, uh, Congressman, I want to get into the first I'll get into your reaction. And then how does this set the stage on Capitol Hill in a world where Republicans have Congress, Democrats have Senate, and you're trying to get, you know, as the expression would go, something done? Yeah, Tony, I mean,
1: this is a despicable example of a. Um, of, of of political persecution of the Democrats weaponizing the justice system to stop a man from running for president because they're afraid of him. They're afraid of him becoming the president again. And that's what this boils down to. Alvin Bragg previously uh, declined or even recommended not to pursue these charges because he knew they were flimsy when he was the deputy uh, district attorney he campaigned for district attorney on doing this he, remember George Soros funded his campaign he based his campaign on putting Donald Trump behind bars and that that's what we have to remember this is politically motivated and uh, it it it's a, these are flimsy charges I, I imagine they're gonna they're gonna fall apart as he predicted in his previous role but it's just another example of the links that the left will go to. To weaponize government and their powers against their political enemies, but here's the thing about Donald Trump that makes him different: the man does not back down. That's why I support Donald Trump. He doesn't back down, and, and he's not going to back down on this. He's going to fight back. He's and and uh, and this is just the beginning, I think, of a of yet another chapter where Donald Trump is going to come back out. He's going to come back uh, on top in the end.
0: Just on on that subject, Congressman, uh, the the New York Post. Uh, with a report that Trump was actually stunned and one of his team uh, there was stunned that this indictment took place. Are you or are fellow Republicans on the House actually amazed that Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, went forward? Well, I mean, those were reports that he was stunned. I mean, a,
1: a week ago, he predicted uh, that, that he was going to be indicted. Right. So I'm not sure how, I'm not sure that he was, nec- maybe he was stunned because it, it came you know, in the middle of something when he wasn't expecting, I, I don't know. But again, those are media reports that oftentimes we can quickly dismiss for obvious reasons. But uh, no, I, I'm not I'm not stunned, Tony. I'm I'm I, I watched what the Democrats did when he was in the White House from the fake uh, Russian collusion hoax to uh, to uh, uh, impeachments to the sham January 6th committee. Uh, the, you remember the, the Russian bounties story uh, about troops in, in Afghanistan. I watched what the left did to this guy every single day he was in the White House and every single day since. And I'm not surprised by how by how low and how far the Democrats will go to abuse their power to stop the most effective president of my lifetime from becoming president again. I mean, that's, that's just how they play. But Donald Trump, again, he doesn't back down. He's going to fight back. And 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 his support has been emboldened by all of this. I mean, I, again, I I support Donald Trump. Um, I enjoy his support in my campaign for Senate. I'm very proud to have his support. And uh, I, I I just believe that this is another example of of a miscarriage of justice. The fact that Hunter Biden roams free and the Biden family gets away with everything they've gotten away with. The Clintons got away with everything that they got away with, and they're indicting Donald Trump on charges that. Uh, that, by the by the way, it's past the statute of limitations and Alvin Bragg knows that um, they're 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 uh, accusing him of something and indict they've indicted him for something that that uh, other prosecutors have declined to indict him for because it uh, they, they uh, on misdemeanor charges they have turned into felony charges because they're tying it to his campaign in 2016, which was years after uh, the allegations of um, uh, of what happened with Stormy Daniels. I mean, they, they know all the facts of this, but they're politicizing it because we are on the eve of Donald Trump becoming the Republican candidate, the Republican nominee for president against, so obviously being, uh, it's, it's obviously politically timed and politically charged, well, let me, let me that's let not me, lost on the American
0: people. Let me push back on that, Congressman, talking to Congressman Jim Banks, Indiana 3rd District. You heard Joy Behar say they want Trump to be the nominee because Trump's a two-time loser. She's getting into some election denialism there, and he's the one to beat it. Now, as we all know, Joy Behar speaks for the entire Democratic Party, but there's a whole argument that they desperately want to run against Trump. Aren't there Democrats that you know of on the Hill who think that this is an absolutely horrific idea that indicting Trump on this is only emboldening not only Trump supporters who are never going to leave, but people who may have been on the fence who are going to be like, this is witch hunt crazy. I'm going to support this guy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't see how this uh, this does anything but embolden Donald Trump and embolden his support. And the Democrats know that there have been a few Democrats who have been vocal about this being a political mistake uh, on their part. Also keep in mind, Tony, that it is a federal crime uh, to use the Justice Department to try to block someone from becoming the the nominee of their party. So, I mean, there there are so many angles of this that I believe that are going to play out for years, uh, but it is obvious to the American people. You can count on this. It is obvious to the American people. That, this is, uh, that these charges are politically timed, they're political in nature. We've become used to these types of, of, of uh, activities from the left against Donald Trump, and he's going to fight back, and I believe he's going to win. You
0: just brought up that it's illegal to do this. It's illegal uh, to do that. Uh, certainly, we've heard from people uh, a lot like uh, uh, Jonathan Turley, we've heard from Andrew McCarthy, this idea that if you're trying to take what is a categorization error, a clerical error, and turn it into a felony, you may very well have a judge that says this case is ridiculous. And there's certainly the possibility, although I don't know which judges would go in front of, that someone could say you're out of your head. You simply don't have a case here from your side. If this is indeed a federal crime to make up things, to, to, to utilize this body against somebody running for president, What's the Republicans' plan? What actionable thing will we see from this Republican Party in Congress on this subject to fight back once you see those charges? Yeah, let let me read this. The, The the code, the federal
1: code says that it makes it a federal crime if any federal, state, or local government employee uses official authority for the purpose of interfering with or affecting the nomination or the election of any candidate for the office of president, Uh, that that exactly describes what Alvin Bragg is doing against Donald Trump. He's trying to prevent him from becoming the president of the United States or the nominee of the Republican Party by indicting
0: him. That's what he's doing, sir. The question is, what's what's your plan? What is the Republican plan? Because what people want to see is, well, how do you respond to this stuff? Take the hit, take the hit, take the hit. People don't like taking the hit. What's the Republican plan?
1: Yeah, well, this is going to play out in the courts, but it's also going to play out in Congress. So Jim Jordan is the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, and he's already uh, sent a subpoena to Alvin Bragg demanding uh, some of the evidence that he covered up and didn't share with the grand jury is made public, calling into question how this process has has uh, developed. Obviously, the Biden Department of Justice is not going to go after Alvin Bragg. He's playing right into their hands. But. Um, And and I'm sure he's doing some of this in coordination with uh, with the Biden administration or, uh, you know, whether they whether it's in coordination or doing it on their behalf. I I mean, those those uh, those questions will be raised, I believe, in the weeks and months to come. But the 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 Jim Jordan House Republican majority led Judiciary Committee uh, has some authority here to to dig into the federal crimes that are being committed to block Donald Trump from becoming the Republican nominee.
0: Let's go back to something you just brought up, sir, which is Hunter Biden. And there are a lot of people screaming that there should be responses, just like I'm discussing, because you simply can't allow a political party so craven to get away with this. Now, I will agree that we haven't seen the charges yet. But 34 charges, when we were only speaking about this specific charge, the so-called hush money on Stormy Daniels, would make one think, if I'm playing the assumption game, uh, that Alvin Bragg, the District Attorney of Manhattan, did a lot of fishing. He's, he's casting it out there. He's trying to see what he can get to stick. It is very much a conversation. Levin T. Beria, show me the man and I'll show you the crime, who led uh, uh, Lenin's or was it Stalin's uh, secret police force. Um, but there's a question about how does one respond to this? How does one respond? And you brought up Hunter Biden. We know only one thing for fact, even though we believe we know many things for fact. Hunter Biden lied on form 4473 to purchase a firearm. That happened in a world where everybody's talking about they need more gun reform, they need more gun laws. You shouldn't be able to have a firearm. We need common sense gun reform. Hunter Biden absolutely violated the law. Can you explain to me on a federal level why there's been no discussion of a prosecution of him?
1: Yeah, I I, I can't explain it because it doesn't make sense. I mean, clearly hunter biden abused his his uh his uh position as a as the son of the vice president and went out and and uh illegally took money from our our foreign adversaries without registering as a foreign agent he talked about the gun crime that he committed he's never been prosecuted for any of it um you know you had the the hillary clinton activities mean, if your name is clinton or biden or obama um, or a notable Democrat name, you're, you're treated different um, in this in this uh, system, yep. in this Justice Department, than you are by if your name is Trump or if you're a Republican. So I think that's become so clear to average, regular Americans that are realizing that the system is set up against us, and Donald Trump represents that. I mean, that's why, again, that's why his support is being emboldened and, and strengthened. It's why the, the polling shows Donald Trump is a more popular uh, today than he's, ever, than he's ever been, at least in the past uh, a couple of years after he left the White House, and why his support is growing heading into the 2024 presidential race.
0: I know that, that my detractors are going to bring up me bringing up Hunter Biden. They're going to be like, why? We're talking about Trump's indictment. Why are you talking about Hunter Biden? Because with Trump, everything is speculative. And we have a vast uh, number of people, including legal experts, who don't know how you approve such a thing to a level of felony. But with Hunter Biden, we have it complete. We know that he lied on this forum. That is not a a conversation of the ether. This brings us to the double standard conversation, the one that Americans are most bothered by. And I've now asked a couple of times about what Congress's plan is. If there is no plan on a side of legislation, when do Republicans in Congress start getting a little mouthy or a lot mouthy with Democrats who hold on to this double standard and start ripping them down, whether it's on the floor, whether it's in public, whether it's in their office, nose to nose, when does this end and how do you make it end?
1: Well, Tony, I I think you're seeing that in the House majority. You've heard from a lot of Republicans over the last 12 hours weigh in on this and Jim Jordan um, acting on it as chairman of the Judiciary Committee with oversight of the Department of Justice uh, to demand answers to demand action i think you're going to see that that action a big way because the american people are going to demand it i mean that that's because, that's very clear to me in this moment the american people are fed up they're outraged at this uh, miscarriage of 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 the justice system the the abuse of power by alvin bragg and so many democrats against donald trump i mean going back again i'm reminded they spied on the trump campaign in 2016 before he was even the president They immediately launched impeachment charges against him. Um, They from the 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 Russian collusion hoax to two impeachments to the the sham January 6th committee and the investigation into all of that um, to uh, this uh, incident. This we've seen this happen over and over again. The American people are outraged, demanding action. And I think you're going to see that action come from the House Republican majority. You talked about me. I'm, I'm running for the United States Senate because we need more of a backbone. With Republicans in the United States Senate as well, and I hope to see some action come from uh, from from there as well. But I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guarantee that you're gonna see a, a movement in the House Republican majority because that's the place that we have leverage and power with the committee chairmanships uh, to demand answers.
0: You bring up running. You brought up running. I didn't bring up running. I want to clear that you brought up running as you're running for Senate. There are people out there who immediately said this, and of course, they're calling it a miscarriage of justice. We don't know what's in uh, the, the charges there, the, the indictment of former President Trump, uh, but they're calling it a miscarriage of justice. And one of the things that you're hearing people say, the most ardent Trump supporters saying that everybody should get out of the race and make sure that Donald Trump's the next president. And the person they're really focusing on is Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, who hasn't even announced that he's running for president. It's just assumed, uh, Ron DeSantis has already said, the governor said he's not going to help with extradition. You want Trump, you go figure it out. I'm not even giving you directions to Mar-a-Lago. Just not gonna happen. Um, Is it your take that the Republican Party should be rallying around Donald Trump and everybody else should get out of the race?
1: Well, the Republican Party should absolutely be rallying around Donald Trump and and uh, supporting him and fighting back against uh, the, the radical left and and those who are abusing their power. I mean, the, the primary is going to play out. I mean, I, there's a there's a reason why Donald Trump far surpasses every other potential candidate or even announced candidate in the race and has uh, a majority of the Republican support and It's because he's a fighter, because he was a very effective president. But whether or not people should drop out or or not run or whether they should run, I mean, I'll leave that up to all of the other prospects. But um, Donald Trump is in a very strong position. And this indictment, this highly politicized uh, indictment by the Democrats to block Donald Trump is only going to grow his support.
0: My thanks to Congressman Jim Banks. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. And this is Tony Katz today. You know, some of these interviews that I did today, I went... Pretty long. Well, there's a lot to talk about, so I, I don't mind. The, the one beauty that we have on this show, guys, is we get to kind of determine how it paces in this. This indictment of Trump is how it's pacing uh, today. Uh, William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, also broke down what was going on, what are the real legal implications here. I mean, there is a tremendous amount to unpack here, and we're going to do all of it. We spoke, as you just heard, with Congressman Jim Banks. We're gonna speak with William Jacobson, Cornell law professor of the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com, Kurt Schlichter, town hall columnist, retired Army colonel, and break this down from every single angle. Sometimes one story is the whole story. Today is one of those days. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. As the adage goes, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. And with the indictment... Of Donald Trump by the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, Uh, the progressive left, they got what they want. They finally got Trump. But is this what they want? I mean, is this really and truly what they were after? Can this backfire on them? How? And what does it do for Trump's chances Going forward, guys, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Find everything, TonyKatz.Locals.com, TonyKatz.Locals.com. Kurt Schlichter joins us right now. Uh, You can find his work at TownHall.com, of course, and uh, his books all over there at Amazon. We'll be back, The Fall and Rise of America, and, of course, the Kelly Turnbull series, like this one right here, Inferno, available at Amazon.com. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, the Democrats indicting Donald Trump, we don't know what the charges are because they're still sealed. The DAs in Bragg's office had said, according to sources, don't do this. Are they going to regret this thing? Gosh, I sure hope so. Look, the answer
2: to this is not to pretend this is sort of some sort of, uh, we have to respect the rule of law. Let's see what's in the, adi- no, no, it's baloney. It's bogus. Uh, I don't even see why you have a lawyer on with you, because it has nothing to do with law. All it has to do with is power. And we need to approach it in that way. Uh, it's time for mutually assured destruction. It, it, that doesn't mean go and invent uh, a bunch of uh, crimes for the Democrats. They're Democrats. You don't have to invent any. What I say is get rid of the presumption against prosecuting your political opponents. You know, we, we we used to you know, not do it. They would do think about it. Let it go because we wanted to maintain, you know, the equilibrium in the system. Well, I got news for you. That's over. Right. We're not doing that anymore. So let's 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 get going. Let's start using power against them until they cry for mercy. I mean, you saw, you know, Tony, you saw what happened when they decided to get rid of the filibuster uh, so they could pack the D.C. Circuit Court. That led to three Supreme Court justices for Donald Trump. This stuff comes around, and the norms and the rules, they're going to find out they're not there to protect us. They're there to protect them, and so they ain't there anymore.
0: You just said, that you, you, I don't need a lawyer on, of course, Kurt Schlichter, a trial lawyer uh, uh, by uh, trade. Uh, but there is a, a legal question here, and a big one. R- indictments happen all the time. What is it about this one that has people like yourself in the profession saying, "Whoa, you are stepping out of line, Alvin Bragg"? Because it's a joke. You know, a seven-year-old misdemeanor
2: somehow bootstrapped into being a felony, which is also past the statute of limitations. But they want to invent an exception for that too. You know, if you caught him, you know, committing a hatchet murder. That might be one thing. But to create a a a patchwork quilt of an indictment that no one else has ever been prosecuted for. No one else ever
0: would be prosecuted for. Right. Is an utter disgrace. And 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 that's the thing that people uh, are failing to recognize, certainly on the political left. And people might not be aware of on the political right or those who are not political at all. This stems from something that happened seven years ago that everybody would tell you is a misdemeanor because the crime here was not about a payment to Stormy Daniels, but it was about the categorization, what account it came from. This is yeah. this is a conversation down to it of a clerical error, Kurt. Yeah, this is a joke.
2: So I, 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 I it's hard for me to tolerate people going, well, let's look at it as a legal. No, it's not a legal question. It's an attempt by the Democrats to punish somebody who beat them and prevent him from beating them again. And I'm not sure he he, he would or would not next time. I actually think they're probably as you, you know, when, when you start playing with karma, you keep yeah. screwing up. They may just disqualify Trump from running. And I think he's the weakest Republican candidate or major Republican candidate because he has a ceiling. So they may just This 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 genius maneuver may just end up putting a a Republican in the White House. And hopefully it's a Republican who's vindictive and wants vengeance because you've got to get it. They have to pay so that they stop doing this. When you make it possible and easy for them to do this, all you do is encourage more of it. You know, if you're destroying the norms, the norms have to be destroyed. Because if you keep playing by the norms while the other guys have destroyed it, you've just encouraged them, and they're going to do more of it.
0: I want to get into that. I want to discuss that. Talking to Kurt Schlichter, columnist at Town Hall, author of the Kelly Turnbull series of books. You can find those at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. Um, This idea of uh, they have to pay, they have to learn their lesson. I can't get a prosecution against Hunter Biden for lying on Form 4473 when he purchased a firearm and lied about his drug use, something that isn't a debate. It actually happened. But you're having a conversation. I hear other people have this conversation. Attorneys general have to start going after Democrats and the things that they're doing. What is it that you think we should be doing here? Just show me the man and I'll show you the crime kind of stuff? No, we don't have to invent things. The things are out
2: there and people get passes. I mean, look, look, you know, glaringly obvious stuff. You look at Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi got rich being in Congress. Why do you think that was? You think it's because she's a savvy businesswoman? You think it's because she got really lucky out on Wall Street somehow beat the uh, beat those guys at their own game? Or do you think she was getting inside information?
0: Which we know. Which Wait, we at least we we believe we we've seen, and I'm not going to argue is worthy of investigation at all, man. I'm with you there a thousand percent. But is that the kind of stuff you're talking about? Yes, because because other yes. people are. I mean, th- this conversation has the ability to explode in a bad place. Well, look
2: if you're if you're talking about framing people, which is effectively what Alan Bragg is doing, that, uh, I, and Bragg's. I
0: hear you there. I hear you there.
2: Uh, we're we're not talking about that. We are talking about the the end of the discretion that said, look. I'm going to avoid prosecuting my political opponents unless I really have no choice, unless I catch them with the little bag with the dollar sign on, you know, being exchanged between them and the uh, uh, the, the guy bribing them, you know, and it's on videotape and notarized.
0: I, I take a look at, at what it is that People are saying uh, about Trump and this indictment. And they're saying this indictment proves that all the Republicans have to get out of the field and endorse Trump. And this means Trump's going to absolutely win uh, the the White House. Now, that would be a massive backfire if Democrats thought this would be the thing to take him out of the way. You're not in that camp. You and I have a a, a similar take on, on Trump. Does this indictment? help him solidify his opportunities to win the Republican primary? I
2: think it's going to help him in the short term. Uh, I think as more indictments come down, I think people are going to get tired of it. Look, it, you know, it, this is almost an invitation by the Democrats to force us to rally around this guy and ride him all the way into the general election, which he will probably lose. So I, I think they want that. I don't believe in doing what the enemy wants. Well, you're letting them win. No, well, they they win if they win in twenty twenty four. That's when they win. Yeah. If we if they lose in twenty twenty four, they lose hard. So focus on that. Uh the idea that people are now required to drop out uh for Trump. Uh, that's that's just yeah. stupid. And that's yeah. not going
0: to happen. You, you've heard that specifically about Ron DeSantis. Uh, you yeah, people saying Governor DeSantis of Florida has to drop out of this race immediately, even though he hasn't uh, declared for the race. And he has to endorse Trump and he has to wait until 2028. And you're well, saying, no, he doesn't.
2: Well, what Ale- Alex Perusevich and the rest of them have to say is of little or no interest to me. Um it's, it's just silly, and he's not going to play along with that. Uh, look, I, I think Republican voters have to be very, very uh, calculated. Look, I, 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 I sprung to Trump's defense. I would love to see Trump reelected just to shove it down their throats. But I don't know if he's going to be able to win the general election, and that's the most important issue to me. And we're never going to get revenge if we get another four years of this doddering pervert.
0: You know, uh, you you are the guy who wrote 21 Lies About Donald Trump and You. Uh, the, the book is is available, and you can get that at Amazon.com. Um, your argument is not an anti-Trump argument. Your argument yeah. is rather, I'm looking to win argument. And that's where you come from on the previous side, that you have to fight like they do. It's not just in this. It is in elections. I have people who are in my ear all the time telling me the problem, Tony, is they steal elections. You'll never win an election again. And my answer is, well, they steal elections. What am I supposed to do? Just sit there and do nothing? Isn't it better that I fight like they do? So I want you to break it down. I want you to break down all the ways that you've come up with that Republicans aren't fighting the way that they should and need to. Well, first of all, you, you raised the issue of uh, the, the, the we're, we're, they cheat
2: on all the elections, we'll never win. Okay, that's stupid. Stop saying that. Uh, I know a little about it. I was one of the election lawyers in Las Vegas. I saw the things that we screwed up, and uh, we in the Republican Party did screw up. We did not prepare the battlefield. Look, the elections can't be stolen unless they're very, very close And you dominate certain urban areas. Uh, And and you haven't prepared the battlefield. You haven't filed the right lawsuits. You don't have the observers on the ground, et cetera, and so forth. We were not ready in 2020. We were not ready. We knew it was coming. Trump knew it was coming. Everyone was telling Trump it was coming. He was the boss. He didn't get it set up. Rona McDaniel, she didn't get it set up. And of course, he supported another four years term for her. Uh, just recently, uh, the, the, the idea that we can't win is also empowering to lazy people because it, it deprives them of any obligation to do anything. You know, the, the, you will never see one of the people who is, oh, we can't win or our Dominion machines. Rah! You will never see one of them knocking on a door, making a phone call, writing a, a check to a, a candidate, they never do that they just sit around and whine right and i just t- and, and and i find them tiresome look there is a little there is fraud sometimes in certain mm-hmm. situations more importantly there are changes to election rules that are imposed uh, unlawfully that we need lawyers to fight and third we have a unofficial issue, a a informal issue where you have corporations, the regime media, uh major institutions all pulling for the Democrats and not being neutral. So we have a number of things going on here. But the idea that we can never win, I mean, look at Georgia. Everybody but Herschel won decisively. Herschel
0: is just a bad candidate. And bad candidates do happen. The argument is is that the left has bad candidates. Katie Hobbs is an awful, miserable, terrible candidate. She's going to be an awful, miserable governor of Arizona, and yet they win. We do have an issue with the political right needing to do a step above and a step better uh, than, than the political left. But, well, that's just the way that is. You're either going to fight the fight or you're not going to fight the fight. You're making the argument that on the political level, we need to fight the fight in a whole new way. Fight like they do, like taking a seven-year-old misdemeanor and saying, you know what, spin it up, hit them with it. Uh, Well, look, I'm
2: not saying fight like they do because they actively frame people. I'm saying apply the new rules that they've set, which is, you know, we we, we are going to charge our political enemies when they commit crimes. And Democrats commit crimes all the time. And we are going to investigate our political enemies to find crimes where it looks like they might exist. For instance, somebody who gets very, very rich on one hundred seventy-two thousand dollars a year salary. So, you know, it's going to hurt them a lot more. It's going to hurt us.
0: As we now take a look at this landscape going forward, and and this this indictment, thirty-four counts. By the way, uh, you you try cases. You're you're there in the courtroom. Thirty-four counts on something that we thought was a hush money conversation. Oh, I feel the air quotes. That seemed like an odd number to you?
2: No, it's stupid. It's the typical sp- prosecutorial stacking where they try and uh, break out every, you know, uh, ledger entry into a separate misdemeanor. And, it, and they don't stack on top. It's not like a year for each of them. It's, mm-hmm. they, they, that's not how it works. It's just, it, the whole thing is just stupid. Prosecutors have been out of control for a long time in a lot of ways anyway, but this is just dumb and uh, you know I, I i i eventually down the road it's going to get to a place where it gets thrown out
0: i talk about you know will this backfire on, on the democrats and that's that's how i i frame this conversation and certainly i i do agree that this helps trump in the short term but it absolutely does not take out any candidate whatsoever. No. And the most ardent Trump supporters can scream and yell from now until the end of time. It's not going to take down DeSantis if, if he runs, and I'm assuming he will. It won't take out Pompeo. It won't take out Haley. It won't take out Pence. It won't take anybody out no. of the race. But for the Democratic Party, where what is their secondary play here? You know, this, this thing gets heard by a judge and a judge says, are you out of your mind? You can't bring this case. And this thing gets thrown out that hurts Democrats. Are, how are they, in your view, preparing for any of that? Or do they actually have to prepare because this thing will just get brushed aside, we will be told that it's because of some MAGA judge, and then they'll move on to the next crisis? Yeah, uh,
2: I, I, you know, that's a good point. I was, I, I've been ri- I, writing about that on Monday in town hall, which is we've got a color revolution going on as an attempt to take power by the left. Except it's not, it's very decentralized and disorganized. This is not synchronized. They, they don't have a plan, Tony. And you're, you're right. There is a good chance that but any honest judge is going to throw this out. Of course, this being New York, you may not get it, but you'll certainly get appeals. Uh, if I'm the lawyer there, I'm, 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 I'm throwing up a motion to dismiss. I'm throwing a motion to change venue. I'm throwing a motion to dismiss on grounds of selective prosecution. I'm just hitting a motion, motion, motion. Right. And, you know, maybe one of those gets granted. Uh, or maybe one of those, uh, you know, you, you appeal it far enough. Uh, once you finish at the New York State stuff, you appeal to the Supreme Court. Maybe the Supreme Court reaches down and says, this is BS. Uh, normally, they wouldn't right? Because it's a purely state matter, but we're not playing law or rules anymore. So why? Why not?
0: Kurt Schlichter, thank you. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. You know that all these interviews I've got up on Rumble. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. I'm Tony Katz. By the way, this is Tony Katz today. Find everything there. Be sure to subscribe. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. You know, you hear me talk about locals, which is a it's a platform like Facebook, except you actually have control of things. You don't get kicked off and they don't throttle you and all that. And so that's where I moved everything. But Rumble is where all the video stuff is happening. You know, nothing's YouTube. I get that. But Rumble has been a great home. And that's where we've got the videos. That's where we've got the interviews rumble.com slash Tony Katz. That's where you go. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Get over there. Subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it. Can't thank you enough. William Jacobson, Cornell law professor is coming up. This is Tony Katz today.